there and welcome to Unleash Your Creative Magic. It's absolutely amazing to have you here. I'm your host Helen Pfeiffer, a published writer of 17 crime novels, both traditionally and indie published. And I'm here to talk to you about the magic of writing, unleashing your creativity and how to set yourself free from being stuck inside the writer's closet. I'd like to share my journey with you from that initial idea for a book to where I am now and all the very messy stuff in between the highs, the lows, and the fuck me, this is impossible moments. I hope that somewhere along the way, this podcast might be of some use to you. You might even find some inspiration lurking in here. So grab yourself a coffee and come and join me on the writer's couch as we dive right into living your best creative life. I'm Helen and this is Unleash Your Creative Magic. Thank you for listening in. Have I told you how much you rock? Can you believe this is episode 30? It's totally mind-blowing if you ask me, but here we are, we made it. And if you are still tuning every week, then bless you, and I hope these episodes are of some use for you. My news this week. Hmm. Oh, I know. I have needed some up-to-date author photos for around five years now, but I've kept putting it off and putting it off because it's not easy when you've spent your whole life not liking what you see in the mirror. But it needed to be done because I have some big news coming soon and the photo that always gets shared on the internet whenever there is an announcement is a selfie I took around seven years ago and I flipping hate it. I mean, it's not bad, but in the words of my son Josh, it is what it is and what it is, is a selfie. So I plucked up the courage and messaged a lovely photographer someone recommended on Facebook she was so lovely and much to my surprise and horror, offered me a slot only a week away. A week? Of course, I said yes, because I desperately need the photos. But how on earth was I going to lose far stone and get rid of my wrinkles in seven days? So I thought I'd book myself in with a makeup artist so I didn't feel too bogging. Because my makeup routine consists of some Estee Lauder tinted moisturiser, eyebrow pencil and a bit of mascara. I can't contour or highlight to save my life. And in the words of Liam Neeson, I just don't have that particular skill set. So in a panic, I began messaging all the amazing makeup artists um, and salons in this area, but none of them were available, which isn't surprising considering it was such short notice. And a Saturday. Lots of weddings have already been booked years in advance. I had no idea what I was going to do. Wear a mask, cancel. And then my daughter Jess came to the rescue and offered to do my hair and my makeup. She's amazing at it and always looks vogue-worthy whenever she goes out. So bless her, we had a practice run on Wednesday night and then this morning, um, the morning of my photo shoot, she got up early, blow-dried my hair and worked her magic on my face. Honestly, it was a pure work of art and she had lots of tricks up her sleeve which totally transformed my tired and puffy face into someone I didn't even recognise. It was amazing and I felt fabulous. And suddenly I wasn't quite as terrified of getting my photos taken. I met Natalie, the photographer at the woods, and she was so lovely and made me feel very at ease. We laughed and chatted, not to mention she took lots and lots of pictures. What had I been putting off for years? Because it had turned into a very enjoyable morning. And hopefully a couple of the many photos she took, well, I'll be able to use them on my website and send them to my publishers. So what's the point of telling you this? Don't put off anything. I've talked about saying yes to things that terrify me because you just don't know what's waiting on the other side of that fear. 
and nine times out of ten, it's something wonderful. And if you need to get some advice on a project, whether it's writing or something else, then don't be scared to ask for it. People love being asked for their professional opinion. If you want to start writing a book, just do it. You don't want or need anyone's permission or approval to do the things that you want to do in your life. And if you have that voice of self-doubt in the back of your head, then do it anyway. Because life passes us all by in a blur and it's far too precious to spend the time wondering what would have happened if only you plucked up the courage. If you need to get your photos taken, then do it. You might be lucky and have a friend with a camera who can take some badass shots of you at the beach or in the woods that you could use. You don't need to spend a fortune and besides, you can class this as marketing on your tax return if writing is your business. I'm just saying. So I decided to work out my workout just for the hell of it and this time, wait for it, I have 12 weeks now until my next deadline which averages out at around 879 words a day. And surely this is doable. I ask myself, and yes, I can tell you that it is. However, I can also tell you that some days you won't want to write. Take yesterday, for instance. I had a day I could have got a good few words down, but you know what? I just couldn't be bothered. I was tired and decided to finally start watching Stranger Things 3. I've been putting it off for forever because of the deadlines and the fact that I didn't want it to end. I kind of liked knowing it was there when I needed it. But then I found out that the next series is out in April, so it was time to watch it. Hang on, I can hear you saying she's a right little fibber. She said she doesn't watch much TV. And then last month she binge-watched that Midnight Mass and blabbed on about that for days. Which is true, but I still don't watch an awful lot of TV. Unless it's a really enthralling true crime documentary. And talking of which, there's one on Discovery Plus at the moment about the Long Island serial killer, which was very interesting. Oh, and this week I've also watched The Curse of the Highgate Vampire. Haha, <laughs> no wonder Steve doesn't want to watch TV with me. I do have a rather eclectic taste in the shows I watch. So I've been thinking about all the different things you can do to grow as a writer. And here are some tips on how you can do this. <laughs> Write as much as you can whenever you can. Start off with keeping a journal or a diary. And if you're not sure you can commit to something bigger or you're not sure where to start, you could write blog posts and set up a blog. There are lots of free sites you can do this on. We're not worrying about building an audience at the moment. You can do it just for yourself and to build your confidence. It's a great excuse to buy yourself a nice notebook. TK Maxx is my go-to place for all my nice notebooks. I kind of think that star should sponsor this podcast. So if anyone from high up is ever listening, I seem to spend an awful lot of time in there. You could have a blog and not publish it for the world to see. You can keep it private until you found your confidence, which will come by the way. I can guarantee that the more you write, the better you'll feel about it. Try it and see. Stuck for ideas and it happens to all of us. Then you could try using some writing prompts. Type in writing prompts in Google and you're well aware there should be a shitload of them on your page you can use. Your imagination is a wild thing once you tap into it and you'll find yourself being inspired by anything and everything. It's like turning on a tap. The ideas will flow thick and fast the more you turn it. I keep a list of all my ideas in the notes app on my phone but I also print them out just in case, God forbid, I deleted them. Pinterest is a wealth of writing prompts. You can create a whole board full of them that you can go to on the days that your brain isn't wanting to cooperate with your fingers. But here's the thing. 
Once you do start writing or typing, they'll soon become the best synchronised parts of your body. Unless, of course, you're a synchronised swimmer. Number three, take a course. Or like I mentioned last week, try attending a workshop to motivate you. You just need to keep on striving to learn new things and that way you won't get bored or find your writing a little bit stale. Number four, keep reading. I try and avoid reading books in the genre my current book is set whilst I'm writing it. But as soon as I finish, then I have a catch up. You can read books in different genres. Who's your all time favourite writer? Listen to their audio books or read a book in the bath. But it's important that you do keep on reading. Number five. And if you're really stuck with what you've written and not sure what to do with it, you could ask someone to take a look at it for you. But make sure you tell them that you want constructive criticism. Ask them what they feel the story is lacking or it needs to make it work. Feedback can be invaluable to help your writing grow as long as it's the right kind of feedback. For example, if I ask my husband, bless him, who has never read a crime fiction book in his life, what is missing, he would launch into a big lecture on something totally irrelevant to what I need and probably tell me the plot to the Shawshank Redemption in it as well. And he would be meaning it in the best with the best of intentions, but it's not very helpful to me. I remember years ago, I read him the opening of my very first book when I was writing it because I was absolutely in awe of it and I couldn't believe I'd written it. And he just stared back at me with a blank expression on his face and asked, is that it? Needless to say, I have never read anything else out to him either. So if you are seeking advice, ask someone who enjoys reading for a start. You can't go wrong. So today I'm going to finish with a little note that I've recorded this episode on World Kindness Day. And after the last 20 months, I think it's important more than ever to show a little kindness whenever you can. There is nothing like it. A few nice words to someone, a bit of encouragement, leaving a review, a nice review, helping out a neighbour. There are so many ways we can be kind without costing us nothing more than a smile and some words of encouragement. There's a fabulous anthology of short stories that was published today by a whole host of amazing authors and it's called Everyday Kindness and all the proceeds are going to shelter. So I'm going to link it in the show notes in case you want to take a look and maybe buy a copy. It's edited by LJ Ross and Kim Nash, Casey Keller, S.E. Lines, C.L. Taylor, Emma Robinson, Patricia Gibney and Holly Martin are just a few of the amazing writers who have, have added short stories to it. And there are so many more. There's, in fact, there's too many to list. I have my copy and I'm looking forward to reading it. In fact, I think I'm going to gift my book club members a copy each too, so they can enjoy it as well. So whatever you're doing, have a wonderful day. Be kind to yourself and each other. And I love you all lots. If you'd like to check out my credentials to see if I know what I'm talking about, then head over to my Amazon page. And if you'd like to join a community of like-minded creatives, then head over to the Unleash Your Creative Magic Facebook group. I'll paste the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I honestly can't wait to speak to you in the next episode, where I'll dive into the process of how I wrote my first book. Until next time, take care.